I'm Samantha Tomlinson. And I'm Kevin Tracy. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, I'm really excited for this episode. What about you, Sam? Yep. This is our first uh, episode of our summer series. If anyone was with us last year, we every like June through August, we cover what we consider anyway, any good movie to watch during the summer. Um, but I got to admit, I feel like today's movie, I would watch it at any point in the year. But I think, yeah, I feel like it came out. It, no, it did come out in May. Um, but anyway, what do we do on this? I, I feel like this, yeah, this 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 movie. I I agree with you. I feel like it it transcends seasons and can pretty much just be watched at any point in time. And uh, no one would really bat an eye because today we're doing Shrek. And I think but- I thought about Shrek like a year ago. Like, oh, maybe we should do it. But then I looked it up I- and. I realized, oh, this year, 2021, it's going to be 20 years old. So maybe we should wait. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which which kind of blows my mind because it I... It does not I, seem like 20 years. Not at all, even though, like, I remember seeing this movie, like, in theaters yeah. when I was a kid and, and the going to Burger King and and getting uh like the toys were, were all Shrek themed and they were all, they were all like... Um, oh, my God, yeah. Like, like they were like smarty like dispensers, not Pez dispensers, but they they were just like smarty banks. Like I forget what they were actually called, but they they just had smarties, like the worst candy to give a child because it's just chalk with sugar. You don't like smarties? I hate smarties. Your teachers it's, never it, passed out smarties. Oh no, they did. I just didn't eat them because it's just <laughs> sugar flavored chalk. It's disgusting. Um. Yeah, I don't. What kind of cruel and unusual punishment is it to give Smarties to a child? Yeah, I don't remember the Smarty. I don't remember the Smarty Banks. Maybe I had one. I don't. I don't know. But yeah, that sounds accurate. Like Burger King always. I feel like it used to be McDonald's, and then Burger King kind of took over with, um, like movie advertising and toys and all that. Well, I mean, like a like they weren't the only no, ones. Like, no. uh, like I know, like Carl's Jr. Like Taco Bell had had toys. Like I remember, um, back when they still had like a kids meal. Um, when the ninety eight Godzilla movie came out, they had a bunch of uh, uh, Taco Bell exclusive like toys and merchandise, and I have a couple of them. Oh. Um, because you know. Yeah. It's yeah. me, and I love Godzilla. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Uh, going back to this movie, I I remember seeing this in theaters when I was a kid, and I had to like when you said it's like, oh, we should do this for this ep- this week's episode. I had to think back. It's like, when was the last time I saw this? Because I I have not seen this in probably I want to say eight years. I uh, prior prior to recording this, I um, I'm I'm like ninety nine percent sure I saw it in theaters. Like I'm, 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 I'm like, I'm sure I saw it in theaters. I just, I vaguely remember. I remember my family going to see the second one in theaters. Um, but the superior sequel. Which let's we're gonna we're gonna we have to, we're gonna definitely talk about like because this movie, yeah. I I actually I feel like I watch this, not say pretty often, but I definitely I've seen it more in the last eight years <laughs> at least i've watched it more than that <laughs> like i my sister and i actually um last year during quarantine we had a shrekathon 
so me and her uh one of her friends we all just hung out yep. and watched it and <laughs> it, uh, watched the first three because well first fourth one is it's really bad it's it's terrible it's it's garbage but she, my sis i kept i'm trying to convince my sister maybe every couple of years um, maybe we should watch the fourth one so and she hates the fourth one mainly because of the um, it's a lack of ensemble because of which will I don't know. Maybe we'll talk about the plot, but it's like, like I get it, but I'm like, it's still it, part it, of the it's, movie. It's, it's, just, it's still part of the franchise. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's part of the rich lore of but Shrek. It is the worst <laughs> for sure. Like, but um, uh, yeah. I mean, it's oh yeah, no. Like out of all four of them, like it's definitely like the weakest link. But it's not like a crime against humanity that your sister makes that out to be. Yeah. <laughs> but um like you're, you're yeah, you make it yeah. out like you make your sister seem like this this breaks the geneva convention this movie should be burned See, that's how i felt for a long time but i think because i haven't seen it in a long time i kind of want to watch it again but we this year did it again we watched we had a shrekathon and we watched again the first three and it's kind it was fun because i think i think because it was three we actually made the effort and watched all of them you know like when you say like when you're with your friends like hey we're gonna watch all these movies and then you just watch one or like half of one because you all lose interest and <laughs> yeah. we actually like it's it's fun and we watch um like do you remember at the end i don't know if it was oh i think it wasn't on oh it was on the dvd that i have but we had the shrek vhs growing up and it had the i i still have the shrek vhs <laughs> i still right have after that. the um you know, right after the ending, it rolls into the uh, Shrek and Fiona karaoke dance party. So I make everybody. Yeah, they're yeah. They're... I make everybody watch that, and then after Shrek two, we go into the bonus features or whatever, and we do Far Far Away Idol. <laughs> yes, with starring Simon that is Cowell. Such, and that's such a like because that was like at the height, not the height. That was when American Idol was really like. Um, such a thing and which is still a thing obviously but with with simon and it's so it's so uh topical almost like yeah it it really was it which kind of makes the movie kind of dated but in a a, kind of a hilarious way these movies like first of all even the animation i think holds up pretty well um i think there is kind of this weirdly timelessness to it i don't think there's not really any jokes that i feel are I mean, again, this this is a movie definitely meant for kids and family, families. But it's very, um, I, I don't know. I was just kind of in, still impressed. Like, there's nothing out about it that's completely, completely outdated. Everything just, yeah, it, like it I holds mean, up. The animation, de- yeah. I, I, although I will have to say the animation like greatly oh, improved oh, over time. Yes, for sure, for sure. Like, like, uh, I, I remember it was like an interview with like one of like the head animators from DreamWorks and they were kind of like talking about like random stuff, like, you know, like, uh, like clothing effects and, uh, like hair particles. Cause like in the first one, the basically like Fiona's hair was basically just like a singular model and they couldn't really animate individual strands of hair. But then when they got to the fourth one, like Fiona's hair is just full on like each hair like follicle is like almost like hand animated mm. like th- like there's different like layers of hair rather than just one singular model piece which i thought was really cool that 
over time that they've been able to improve on their arts like that That, much yeah and like the difference between that is is night and day now when you when you look back on it i'm more surprised because there's a scene in this where shrek when shrek first meets donkey and he yells at him and he screams at him like try to scare him away and donkey's fur is like blowing from the air and i don't think i ever noticed i was like yeah like that was and i was kind of like I didn't notice that before. This is also, I think the last couple times I've watched this, I've noticed things that I haven't noticed before. Like, I'm like, wait, so I don't think I noticed, maybe I noticed that before. I don't know. But I was like, that surprises me that the ha- all of the hair is like, I'm assuming it's the same for Donkey, was not an individual. But yeah, it, I think also just DreamWorks. I, for for the, for the most part, like it, it was like, well, it's not like every individual like strand was like animated later on, but it was, um it was like one singular like um model asset that they had to move individually so for like hair ripples like that they had to i think i think what the process was they had to individually animate each like ripple mm-hmm. uh like frame by frame in order to, in order to get the effect of like his hair uh his his fur waving when yeah. when roaring which that sounds like an incredibly tedious yeah. process for a scene that you just now noticed. Um, I mean, again, I might have, I, I don't know. I don't know if I've noticed it before. I was thinking about it this time around, at least. Um, but yeah, DreamWorks. Yeah. I, I, I really, well, I love DreamWorks. They make really fantastic movies. Um, there was, I feel like you might agree. I think in the, in the 90s, when Disney was just, like it was home run after home run for them with the renaissance period and all yes they're the 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 juggernaut that they are other companies uh particularly fox um were trying really hard to copy disney and nostalgia critics term for it is diet disney and it's true it is diet disney it's like they're trying really hard to make a disney movie without putting in the effort they're like trying to get the same result and the same like character type character types and whatnot, but they're not putting in the effort and the oh, character development to make it a- stick or make it strong. And I absolutely, yeah. I, I think that I think the best example of that is um, uh, Anastasia. No, no, the best example of that is Swamp Princess. Anastasia, I think. Agree to disagree. No, I, although in, no, Anastasia, mm, you have not seen Anastasia in a long time. Anastasia is very well done. No, Anastasia is great. Oh, yeah, no, I'm I'm agreeing oh, with you. No. Like Anastasia is great. I'm just saying that, like, oh, you know, like, oh, the best example. I mean, Christopher, oh. yeah, Christopher Lloyd, <laughs> Christopher Lloyd as Rasputin. That that song, no, that's his Jim, that's song Jim, is that's like not Christopher Lloyd. I thought that was Jim Cummings. I thought no, that was it's Jim Lloyd. Cummings. I think Christopher Christopher Lloyd's in something. I think he's in. I'm looking this up. But okay, but anyway, no. And to me, Anastasia is a perfect example of a movie coming of, of of the up until this time. Okay, I feel like what I meant was I think we were we were thinking the same thing. But I thought, yeah, yeah, it's Christopher okay. Lloyd in in Anastasia. Yeah, yeah, he is the voice of Rasputin. I'm, maybe Gene Cummings is the singing voice then. Anyway, okay. Uh, anyway, um. I think Anastasia, yes, is a perfect example of a of a studio actually putting in the effort and the movie coming into its own. Like it's a good movie, whereas Swan Princess, for example, I think is very yes, you have princess, you have prince, you have 
like it, it just it's just copy paste and they didn't put in the effort to make it a strong story and I think Anastasia yeah was the first one that actually at least the first one I can think of that actually is a very strong got a strong cast it's really funny it's got like it's like got fairy tale aspects but also I've been thinking about this actually like it's got a lot of conflict because it's based on some based on loosely based on some real stuff um yeah, some 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 kind of heavy yes. stuff in like yes. the in our early history. But, um, DreamWorks, I think, started around the same time. We starting to find some success with like Prince of Egypt, and I remember. Yeah, they yeah. They, they really started to find their groove in like not necessarily two D animation, but more. Yeah, like I guess I guess that technically qualifies as two D animation. A lot of their cartoon movies, but yeah, Prince of Egypt, stuff like that Prince was. Of- yeah. When they really started to find their Prince groove. of Egypt, I actually um, watched a few years ago and I either I had seen it. I think I had maybe seen it when I was really little. I didn't really remember it that much. I remember like random scenes, but um, I yeah, was same. very, I, I think because it's based, it's on a religious story. I was expecting it to be kind of preachy and it wasn't like at all. If anything, like a, a little, a little bit, bit but at it, times, but not it, it wasn't no, in your anything, face. I thought they used um religion as a way to be like artistic and it was like a way to tell the story, but it wasn't necessarily overly preachy. Yeah. And yeah. I thought the music was really great. I did have I think Again the villain uh, again the villain song was great. Oh yeah. You have you have Ray Fines, Voldemort being the pharaoh that won't set yeah yeah set his people free <laughs> yeah and and um and, and uh oh god who was who were his priests that were singing oh, the song oh, it was martin uh, short and steve martin thank you it was like two of the three amigos i can't remember which two but um like, you're playing with the big boys now it's like that but yeah it's a fantastic but it was a good like i think narratively there were a few issues but for the most part it was a pretty strong movie and then road to el dorado which i gotta say i felt like that was their high note that's what's actually, it's funny. That was their first uh, movie to not make a profit. Yeah, which... It doesn't make any sense because that's one of those movies that everybody loves. So why yeah, it that, didn't do well, sa- I don't understand. That soundtrack is by far one of my favorite soundtracks from any any animated movie to this day, including Disney. And then, Sorry, Disney, but th- <laughs> yeah. no, this is great. Well, it's... It's, it's, it's tough to be a god is a like my favorite song from that movie it's Han and zimmer t- and teaming up with elton john who teamed up for the lion king so i think it's Han zimmer in this but in, in that but anyway i can't um, I, I i don't remember but anyway uh yeah i think road to Rod, despite not being the uh major success like obviously people still love it and watch it like i feel like it's one of those movies that everybody loves and i don't understand why it didn't do well but shrek is yeah. when it really kind of found its stride um yeah and with with their because i think that was kind of like like one of their first like 3d animated movies like this and ice age were, were kind of like the first of is i think really yeah that was dreamworks oh, okay yeah like it, it was like these movies were kind of like what kind of paved the way for like a lot of their like later 3d like movies like despicable me how to train your dragon monsters versus aliens like all, all, all their like 3d animated stuff kind of started with shrek and ice age i can't remember which we came out first wait uh i don't think wait so ice age came out 2000 like a year later but i don't think yeah uh, i thought despicable me was despicable me is illumination i don't think that's dreamworks oh but anyway 
but anyway, um, uh, shit, never mind. <laughs> but anyway, um, but it paid it paved the way for movies yes, like that to come out. Yes. Um, but anyway, I think it, it, yeah, it found its stride with Shrek, and it's because it was doing a fairy tale, but adding not only was it adding like very and it did it very subtly, very nicely. They add like modern day conveniences that we're familiar with. So like when yeah. they get to uh, Duloc, it's got that like the you know that metal like rotating thing that you walk through when you're in a line. It has the like yeah like felt well, they, they, gate. Yeah, they they, they yeah they uh, they basically made like Duloc look like like a uh, downtown Disney. Like that, that's basically what it, it was kind of like making fun yeah. of, it, especially with like the uh, uh, a parking uh, lot. It, um yeah and then um but also this was but also it was like a fairy tale where they have like you know jokes about like burping and like farting and and things that like obviously people do that disney would i mean they did i guess mention in lion king but those are animals but um yeah i this is more of like it was kind of like a I guess kind of like a riff on like classical fairy tales because yes. like uh, every like if you've seen you've seen like one fairy tale movie you've basically seen them all and this one's like yeah we're gonna we're gonna put our own spit on this because we're tired of seeing the same song and dance with literally every Disney princess movie because that's basically what this is it's just a kind of a a gross not really gross but like a a, a Disney princess movie with, I guess, uh, an odd or like an ironic twist to make it seem like it isn't. Yeah. I mean, you have, first of all, you have a princess who she wants the whole like fanfare being rescued and all, and the romance and all that. But she, but but she also is, you can see maybe you could say a little bit, maybe a little bit of a control freak. She wants to have control and all of that, but obviously she can't. And and yeah. um and like you know, like the scene where she's singing just out. It's morning, and she finds a bird and starts singing, and then the bird explodes because she goes so high. And then rather than Classic. and then takes its eggs, <laughs> cooks them. Like that's that's ridiculous. <laughs> that's ridiculous. And I don't think I laughed as much Seriously? as a kid at that. But but also the fact that not only is like the you know the royalty the prince i mean war farquad is up the bad guy but the fact that the monster gets with the princess and and the and the whole like topic of like he because because yeah it's not he like he says he doesn't have an issue with the world the world has an issue with him so whenever he like obviously fights back it's because he just wants to be left alone because like at the beginning yeah he's not going out of his way to hunt down these hunters who are trying to kill him he just wants to be left alone yeah, he, he won't he, bother you yeah it's like i'm just chilling in my swamp i'm just living my best life let him just smash mouth you guys <laughs> just leave me alone but i think um and this movie is actually the first i think to beat pixar and disney at the oscars um i believe you're right DreamWorks yeah. doesn't actually let me look i i'm wondering if it also won uh, hang on, sorry, but like, I I know it was definitely nominated. It, it won. Um, I know it but, won. I just don't know if it won something. Oh, yeah. so it won best animated feature, and it was nominated for best screenplay. Um, I'm surprised the score wasn't nominated because it's really beautiful score. It's it is it is a good like, one. Yeah, 
like ho- I'm holding off on talking about the soundtrack, but it's a really beautiful score, and it's uh, so it's you're holding up for a hero. Oh wait, that's Shrek <laughs> two. Never mind. It's Never mind. Harry. It's uh, so the composer is Harry Gregson Williams and John Powell, and John Powell actually also did. He was the one of the composers for How to Train Your Dragon, which is another really beautiful score. Um, I I really like the How to yeah, Train Your Dragon. I love movies. How to Train Your Dragon. They're they're so they're so good. They're so good. I think yeah. that's like, I think it found it. DreamWorks found its stride with Shrek, and then obviously How to Train Your Dragon was like a couple years later, and it just from there it's just like forget about it. DreamWorks makes such good does such good work, and but I think um, they also just they tell stories that uh, they tell stories differently than Disney. They tell stories that Disney doesn't tell, which is as they should. It's a completely different studio, and I think that's what I so appreciated so much about. Like even like going back to like Anastasia, which is not DreamWorks, that's Fox. But I appreciated yeah. when they were stopped. All these companies stopped copying and pasting because Disney found its formula. It found its way to make hits. Copying is not how you're necessarily going to have a hit, and not even copying yeah. it well. So I appreciated <laughs> that. Like now these these studios are actually they're doing things in their own way and coming into coming into their own. And that's why they're memorable. That's why they're good because it's yeah. not Disney. A- it's absolutely. Something else. We have Disney. We don't, we need something different. And this was so different. Um, and yeah. And yeah. Uh, speaking of different, I, I feel like it's a lot more unique because DreamWorks kind of deals with a lot more like adult jokes and like adult humor than Disney does. Like Disney will like, maybe kind of sneak in like a joke like for like the parents or for like not for like its target demographic which is let's be honest it's primarily for little kids or, or mm-hmm. young adults whereas dreamworks on the other hand they'll throw in like a couple jokes that are like geared specifically towards the parents that are going to go way over the kids they're geared heads for the parents so- but i feel like they're they're done well enough and they're subtle enough that i think a kid like okay the two the 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 two main adult jokes from this, I think, are um, when they Shrek and Donkey arrive at Duloc and they see the like tower or the fortress, the, the castle, castle. And Shrek's like, "Do you think?" He, and he doesn't know anything about Lord Farquaad, but he's like, "Do you think he's compensating for something?" And as an audience, the joke is like, "Oh, for kids, oh, it's because for Farquaad is really short." Shrek doesn't know that. For Shrek, he's making a dick joke. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, which is hilarious it, it is, because, joke, you know, there's two sides to it. The kids are going to pick up on one. The adults are going to pick up on the other. Yeah, which I absolutely love that. And there, there was like like a couple other like hidden jokes in there that's like, oh, this wouldn't be in a Disney movie or actually, no, it might be with like uh, the, the three little bears. Oh, uh, with the, the three bear, bear Goldilocks and the, three bears. That yeah, is is turned into a rug. Oh my God, so <laughs> that... It's like now, yeah. Looking back on that, it's like no, that would probably be in a Disney movie. You need to have at least one dead parent in a Disney movie. But that um, or the other one, I think, is uh, when Shrek uh, is rescuing Fiona, and he has to go get Donkey because Donkey's with the dragon, and he's like, "I gotta go yeah. save my ass." And I think as a kid, I didn't understand. The thing is, that joke was a very like I did not understand at the time. I was maybe five. That uh. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Is called an ass. I think I knew ass was butt. So yeah. I think that's what I thought he was referring to. And it wasn't until later. I, I thought 
I thought maybe that, that too, was the joke. And for, I, maybe yeah. that was it was still technically a bad word, but maybe that was the joke for kids. Because I don't know. Again, as a five year old, why would I know that a dog? I know donkey. I don't know ass. Yeah, it it, it was just kind of like oh, he said a no. But there's no also word. <laughs> watching this yeah, as a kid. Also, there is also one joke. I I don't know if it was actually a joke or if it's just something that every like people our age have picked up on. But that scene where Farquaad is in bed with like a martini. I know. Ex- watching, yeah. It's just a picture of Fiona. And then he picks up his blanket a little and it's everyone. Everyone's is implying that he has a boner, but it's like, is that, was that intended? Was that just, I, cause I think as Probably. a kid, I thought it was like, he would, was either he's like naked or he's without, he's not wearing a shirt, whatever. And he's just like feeling self conscious a little. I don't know. I thought he was an awkward as a kid. That's what I thought. I didn't always get it until, way older i i I honestly don't remember what i was thinking about that scene as a kid but yeah looking back on that is like nah he's this this dude's about to have some 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 private alone time with the mirror (laughs) i felt so bad for that mirror looking back on it that thing's a lot like dude's alive the dude's like that dude's basically a tv (laughs) and he has to watch this dude it's like that is that is just traumatizing. But we actually, um, this is a good time so, to talk about Farquaad because it's voiced by John Lithgow. Yeah. Who does such a great job and he's such a great villain. He's he's just this like pretentious douche that just wants everything. He wants everything to be perfect, which obviously it's life. Life can't be perfect. You can't get rid of people because they're ruining, like he says, ruining your perfect world. They're different. But I, I, but I do. What I don't get is how, so when the mirror tells him, technically you're not a king, you have to marry a princess, it's like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, he, he's he's Lord you're Farquaad. You're a lord, you don't become a, he, that's not, he, that's not how it works, unless. I mean, it's that, that's how wait, it works in well, Disney, okay, actually, so. Wait. Oh, if he marries, well no, if he marries a princess, so actually it's in, in actually if you marry into a kingdom, and okay, if like a man marries into a kingdom, he would still be prince and the princess would become queen because they don't want, he can't be higher than the woman in her own kingdom. But if it's the opposite, then she can yeah. be queen. So it just doesn't, I'm like, he's a lord. So marrying a princess, okay, he marries a princess, but like. I, I don't think we really need to break sense. down the semantics of of royal lineage and marriage for a 2001 animated kids movie. But, okay. Sam, I don't think there's that much but, logic um, anyway, in there. The um so so yeah, let's just kind of jump into the cast since you mentioned uh, John Lithgow. Um, the reveal of I, when I was we were watching this, when I was my sister and our friends were watching this. The reveal of Farquaad being short is so great and so well done. Oh yeah, <laughs> with the gingerman bread man being waterboarded in a glass of milk, I thought that was really clever. Looking back on it, I think, but just the we see we see him like he's putting his gloves on, he's walking, and then the way the like uh, the picture is, you see just a shoulder, and then he's like, oh, he's like three feet. <laughs> and it's like what? And in the uh, I don't know if you've seen the brought the shrek the musical but the joke there you find out later he's his dad is grumpy or or something um (laughs) oh my gosh are you serious um but then we get into i think again a line that again i went over my head as a kid was the whole interrogation 
of, okay, do you know the Muffin Man? The Muffin the Man? Muffin man? The, the Muffin, muffin Man! man. <laughs> well, yes, yes, married. I know the Muffin Man. <laughs> it's just, I don't think I knew the Muffin Man song, but I didn't realize that they're just Mu- saying the, the song. Yeah, my, my mom had to explain that to me when when I was like, I was like in the, the- movie theater. It's like, what, what's going on? What, I don't get this. It's like, it's a rhyme. It's like, oh, okay. And I like, she had to explain it to me afterwards. Because we know um, the song. We don't know. We don't think we know the lyrics, but we know the lyrics associated. With no, I, I did. Well, when I was yeah. a kid, I did not. I didn't know the lyrics. Like, oh. I had never okay. I'd never heard of the, the, the oh. Muffin Man oh. uh, pri- prior to this movie. <laughs> Okay, so like, like I like I knew Goldilocks, I knew I knew like Billy Goat's Grove, like I knew all of these. I didn't really know Gingerbread Man that much, other than uh, you can't catch me, I'm the Gingerbread Man. That was pretty much the only thing I knew. I didn't know the uh, the the Muffin Man bit. Doesn't he? he I don't even remember the gin. Doesn't he get like eaten at the end? Yeah, yeah, like a dog catches him and then he eats yeah. him. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Thanks, Grim Fairy Tales. Um, but uh, <laughs> so we uh, we actually. We want to keep. I wanted to talk about the scene because then he. This is when he does like the, like the like, bachelorette game of picking who's going to be. Oh alive. yeah. Um, <laughs> despite living with seven other men, she is not easy. <laughs> Snow White, and um, but I realized later, uh, the when the dwarfs are sent to um, uh, when so when you know Shrek finds all the fairy tale creatures in a swamp, the dwarfs have Snow White with her. Yeah, so it's, it's like, oh, no, no, get the dead broad off my table. So well, we can't put her here. The bed's taken. And the <laughs> it's wolf. the it's the wolf. It's like, what? But then the but then wouldn't like either Farquaad or whoever wins the tournament was going to go get her. They were going to have to just go to the swamp. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so, um, yeah, let's yeah, let's. OK, so, yeah, let's talk more about this cast. So, yeah, it's got Cameron Diaz is Fiona. Um, which I Eddie Murphy Eddie is, Murphy yeah. is just Eddie Murphy's. I feel like he's one of those voices. He has such a recognizable voice. Yet to me, this sounds. I know it's Eddie Murphy, but to me, this sounds like Donkey. It's not. I don't. This sounds like Mushu to me. I don't hear Mushu. Like I know it's Mushu, but I don't hear Mushu. I hear Donkey. Yeah. I think it's just characters are so different. Um. Yeah. Um. And then Shrek is uh Mike Myers. And yeah, which. I actually, uh, it kind of blew my mind a little bit. Uh, Mike Myers wasn't the first choice for Shrek for for voice casting. It was actually Chris Farley, the the late Chris Farley. And there's actually some uh, some uh, unused like um, test like audio. Like he he auditioned for it and everything. He got the part, but he unfortunately passed away before uh, the movie was. Uh, when did he? Was when did further he into away? production? I I don't remember. It was like like late 90s i believe so they were um, yeah already probably developing this then the, the, yeah he, like the the animation oh, that they 97. did is, is, it, it, 97 yeah like it, it's just storyboards that he is just voicing over and they they're, they're kind of just flipping through it and it's like donkey get out of my swan and like the chris farley i can't do a chris farley impersonation but you you get the idea but it was just yeah, it, it would have been a completely different movie. I feel like if Chris Farley was Shrek instead of uh, Mike Myers. I mean, don't get me wrong, Mike Myers is great, but I kind of wanted would have liked to see like in a like a a, a special special editions in a in a Shrek DVD on like unused stuff uh, and like all the extras 
of like the Chris Farley take. Yeah. Um, of just like his unused um audio, which would would have been really interesting. I you can find it on YouTube yeah. actually. I'm not that familiar with Chris. I I know Chris Farley, but I think I've only seen like I've seen like a couple of uh I've seen I've seen a few uh, like SNL sketches he was in, but I I'm yeah not... the the van down by the river. <laughs> no, actually, it was the you've never seen that one. No. <laughs> oh, I have some homework for you then. I've seen um, maybe one of my favorite sketches ever. It was when Jerry Seinfeld is a history teacher, and everybody's the entire class. They're all just incredibly stupid. Um, and the other was. Uh, it was like the, it was like a Chippendale audition. It was like it was like yes, dancer. It was with Patrick, Patrick Swayze. Swayze, and they're just like, yep. oh, we just can't decide. Like you're, like I those I think those are the only two that I've know or like I've it's like notably seen. Um, it's like Patrick Swayze's there, yes, but Chris Farley just do that again. It's it's so hypnotic. <laughs> like they're they're like so enthralled, and he's just like dancing around like a like a lunatic i think i i heard my sister's boyfriend i think he had mentioned that that actually kind of it made he i for some reason he he did not have a good was not in a good state after that apparently like he was very aware that they were laughing at him because of his body type i think i don't i don't know that much about i i i I don't yeah i don't really Um, know but anyway enough about chris Farley to to make yeah i don't an assessment on that on that on that level but i i I was aware that he had a uh uh a a little bit of a drug problem Mm -hmm. and and that was one of the the causes to to his death uh i i think he died of like a a heart attack uh and when when he eventually uh passed away uh which is really unfortunate because he was an an incredibly funny guy he was really young Uh, he was 33 yeah, extremely young, and uh, I, I remember this is a little off topic, but I do remember. Um, I think it was like a year or two ago, Adam Sandler hosted SNL, and uh, during the the show, he did a musical tribute to Chris Farley, and it's like, oh my god, I did, I was not expecting to cry over something Adam Sandler did, huh. like that was. It was incredibly like, like heart wrenching because like they were like best of friends, and it's like, oh yeah, like I was gonna put him in like all my movies and stuff like this, like like him, Rob Schneider, David Spade, like we were all gonna like do all these movies, and like, now nah, I I can only like see him on YouTube now. It's mm-hmm. like that is, that's so sad. But yeah, yeah it it, it would have been completely different had Chris Farley been uh in this movie I'm, I'm i'm like trying to wrap my head around how different of a movie this would have been would it have been as iconic as it is with mike myers, mike myers or, just, or would it have kind of died in the water uh i think the yeah. script was so good that i don't think um i i think it still would have been successful i think it's just shrek himself might have been a little bit different um mike myers just nails it and the, I think I had heard, I, I don't know if this is accurate, but I had heard that, so he doesn't give Shrek the Scottish accent, and I guess it was, it was like a voice his grandmother used when he, she was like telling him a story or something, or maybe it was her actual accent, I don't remember, but it was like an accent associated with someone he knew, and 
I like I never even realized it was Scottish. It is Scottish, but it was just I always just heard it as it's it's Shrek's voice. I didn't think that much of it. Yeah. Because he's the only one that has an accent. I mean, some of the characters do have like kind of prim, like regal accents, but Well, I mean I mean, like Robin Hood shows up, he straight up has like a French accent. He's credited as Monsieur Hood. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. Um but I mean Fiona, Shrek, and Farquaad don't have yeah no it, like all the all the main cast do, do not have access oh my god yes, i love I that robin hood scene it's it's just and i love uh when they when the merry men start their dance and they're behind the bushes you see one of the bushes falls over to make it clear to the audience that this is a prop that this is a set piece that they are just <laughs> hanging out waiting to do this but this scene also i mean what a way to live right? a life but this scene was also just you know to kind of showcase like this entire sequence was to showcase that Fiona is not for sure not her your normal princess. I mean a few She's not a damsel in distress. For, no, for I mean a few minutes before she had just blown up a bird. Then she Shrek burps and then she burps. <laughs> and then in and then uh she starts to just like very like do a very princess thing of just walking down the path in the woods and starts singing. She's then kidnapped or not kidnapped she's air quotes rescued by robin hood and then she's trying to make it clear she does not need to be rescued and then she fights all of them and i love that part where she is doing that kick and she's frozen oh yeah and fixes her it's, crown. it's like a full-on like it's like a matrix like rotation spin around around them but, <laughs> which yeah. is hilarious and she fixes her crown but the way her legs go <laughs> it's just so quick um and like and Shrek and Donkey are just like, what? <laughs> like, and then we find out in like the third one that she gets all this from her mom, <laughs> who's Julie Andrews, which makes it even better. Um, um, but yeah, I, I it's I don't remember the sequels. The only thing I really remember from the sequels is like I remember the majority of the second one, and mainly the ending because of how iconic the ending is. The but. the third one is it's it's okay it's fun and i think it's really funny it's got a lot of really good jokes um which is why i really like it i i go back and forth actually on whether the second or the first one was my favorite i think at the time the second one was definitely my favorite i but or it's not even favorite because people are saying like no the second one's the best one and i go back and forth on even yeah. if i think if it's the first or the second and when we were doing Sharkathon, my sister's boyfriend kind of he said it really well he said I think the second one is better, but the second one could not have been better or that good if the first one wasn't so good. It it elevated on what was yes. already great. Yes, it basically like they have like we talked about how they have like you know these little mundane normal like little thing like a parking lot or a you know they have a gift shop they a have starbucks st they have they don't have a starbucks in this one that's the next one in the second, the second one in the, in the, in the second in, this, one, in the second one they yeah do. and then they just build off of that and like far uh far far away i think it's supposed to be was it say they said like rodeo drive or it's supposed to be like beverly hills or something it, yeah it's it's basically like hollywood like the far far away sign supposed to be like the yeah. hollywood sign and it just and but also because now it's reversed it's now he, Shrek has the opportunity to be the prince that Fiona always wanted and you know it's just it's such a good and and sh and donkey's the steed the noble steed that 
he <laughs> yeah you know, and then the whole point is like yeah this is great but that's not who we are so we can't and it's just it's it's a great it's a really it's a really great it's it definitely i go back and forth and if i if the movie itself is actually better they're both so good but i do agree that the second one could not be so good if the first one wasn't so good yeah well i also think that the first one is is probably more superior because it does kind of it has a really good lesson to it it's yes. just like you know don't yeah like it, it kind of has like the same lesson as kind of like beauty and the beast of like you know don't judge a book by its cover mm-hmm. and it's like beauty lies within rather than what what's uh on the outside and that that's what like a lot of people kind of associate with this movie because you know shrek has like that like uh like not really like heart to heart, but more of like a, like a, he yells at donkey. It's like, no, like people look at me and then they run, they scream. They just like, ah, run. It's a stupid, ugly ogre. And I take that to heart. It's like, I'm just going to like chill in my swamp where no one is going to yell at me or throw a pitchfork or a torch at me. Yeah. And yeah, I feel like the second one adds a little bit to that. It, it, it doesn't really have a new lesson. The second one, it just adds more to that and really just enforces mm-hmm. that because he kind of goes through that same thing of like, Oh, I'm not good enough for Fiona because her parents don't approve because like her whole life, she wanted a Prince charming esque character. And I'm just me. I'm just an ogre. Yeah. And it's it just like the movie, like both movies just kind of deal with like the same, like, um insecurity yes. issues which i feel like resonate with a lot more people than like the problems of the third and the fourth movie which don't really have as relatable of a a, a moral lesson that the first two have because yeah, i feel like everyone the... can at least in some way relate to shrek in at least the first one or the second one of like am i good enough for this person am i really ugly am, am i the problem or is it everyone else just have a problem well the third one the the it's more of a like am, am i ready to be a dad am i not gonna you know whatever like it's it's that stuff which is very we've all seen before um as, yeah, yeah i know no, 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 but no, no, i no. mean for for but, like like a kid watching that's not no, gonna have but that also, issue. But also the, um, but no, I mean, like we've all like I feel like even a kid has seen that like storyline. But that and also the he doesn't want to. Well, he doesn't. I guess him not wanting to be king isn't really. That's just what leads the storyline. But that's not like he's not debating. Yeah. Oh, would I be a good king? No, he doesn't want to be king. Which is. Yeah, he he immediately just skirts off that entire responsibility. Yeah. He's like, really, your father in law's dying wish, and he makes you king. He's like how do I get rid of this? Like, dude, you haven't even done it but, yet. Um, yeah, I agree. The second one's definitely just very well building off of the first one. And I think with, uh, the other thing about this is that, um, I think, okay. I think the first one, yeah, the second one is the, what, cause Shrek just realizes, eventually realizes he loves Fiona. He wants to be with her. It's not as much. He doesn't really have insecurities about it later. I mean, actually, there are insecurities because there is that line, that part where he's gonna go profess his love to her. She over he overhears her talking to Shrek, and she's talking about herself. Uh, Talking to Donkey. Talking to Donkey about herself as you know, you know, I have to being yes, and she like princess and ugly don't go together, and then. I realized when the next day when she decides, okay, I'm going to tell Amit to Shrek that I love him and he comes back 
and she, she thinks he basically thinks she was basically saying just donkey like i can't be with shrek he's ugly and he's an and he's an ogre and she thinks he's basically saying he he doesn't want to be with her because she's an ogre and you and i looked and i realized she has actually tears in her eyes like she's not crying but there's actually water in her eyes and i'm like oh my like i never noticed that before it was like such I, good I don't animation. think i noticed that either um i still think it could have been just her eyes but i'm pretty sure there were like tears in her eyes um but but um i just think this scene and then this goes into i think one of one of the best songs on this soundtrack hallelujah which let's just oh, we gotta talk yeah. we gotta just talk this is one of the, sound- the best soundtracks ever in a movie yeah uh right off the bat it starts off with the song that every single person even if you haven't seen the movie or really listened to the song you immediately associate this song with this movie and that is All Star by Smash Mouth. Was this song, song made for the movie, or did it already I, exist? I, I, I never think heard it of was, it before the movie. I, I, I haven't heard of it either. I'm not really that I'm gonna look it up. well versed when it comes to some music. But <laughs> if I had to guess, I would say that this mo- this song was made for this movie, or would just happen to be like kind of popular as it came out, and just immediately used it because. But oh yeah, no, it, I don't it, think the. It was not written for the movie, but um, okay. But that's I think that was that helped that's, it made it more and more popular. I think it was already yeah, no, number. No one, it was number one, I think, before. I don't know. I was like five. I wasn't listening to. Smash yeah, Mouth. it's like oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to some Smash Mouth when I'm five, going into preschool. Let's do this. I'm gonna be the coolest kid on the playground. But so um, it's one of those songs like everybody, I feel like especially in our generation, knows and yeah, associates it with Shrek, with Shrek, yeah, and like you know. We get to the finger and a thumb shaped on an L on our forehead, and we all put it on our foreheads, or maybe just I do. Yeah, no, <laughs> like it, it's it's so iconic that you can immediately just say one word, and everyone will just like take off of it. it it's the the coolest example of like word association because, like, for example, I will just say Psalm. <laughs> And like that and everyone was just like buddy what and just um, you, you had to hold yourself back didn't you i'm more just thinking have you just like stepped into like a crowded room and gone psalm and waited for yes. someone to go buddy what's yes and it has worked Wait, really yes 100 percent. you go into a room with crowded people you say psalm and i guarantee oh, you i thought you saying some you, will take it I away you saying you did it oh i have oh. And it worked. I did that, and someone took it away, <laughs> and people were laughing. And yeah, it was it was hilarious. Um, and yeah, there's like you can go on YouTube, and almost I've seen you've seen so many of those where somebody like takes different clips of like different movies and makes the song like makes All Star. So it's just like somebody going, "Somebody once told me the world." <laughs> You've seen the yeah. yeah it, <laughs> it's like who did? This? Oh, absolutely. Why did someone? Do I, this? I think I, I definitely saw one where it was um, uh, Obama's speeches oh, and him singing All Star. Like I've seen that one. Yeah, it's like somebody once told me. Um, <laughs> it was it was it was really but I think funny. Just this, but this entire soundtrack is just so good. So that's a great song. Uh, we got the Proclaimers. Uh, we got Bad Reputation. Like. It's just it's well, really well placed, and and then we end with uh, "I'm a Believer," also by Smash Mouth, and 
I yeah. think the next... Uh, the I like the music in the next couple movies, but they are not anywhere near as good. Like, I mean, it, it, they're well-placed. Uh, no, 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 no. no. Holding up our hero is different. I'm not talking about that. Okay, no. okay. It's like it's like a blast. That's one. Me, that's madam. one song. I feel like the soundtrack as a whole. Like, yes, the song. I okay, okay. I like the song. I think it's chosen well for the scene. It's just I don't listen to it as often. Holding up our hero though is without a doubt. Like, have you you've seen that meme of covers? There's not one cover that's better than the original, and it's like um <laughs> me an intellectual and it's like every and it's like no I'm. Shrek's I'm holding out for a hero is the best version of that song. I remember I had a friend once who said she was listening, they were listening to that song while driving, and she's like, I felt like I was about to go into battle. <laughs> Which is, I mean, yeah, Shrek is like it, it, it is like <laughs> it is a really good hype song. Yeah. Like that is a great song. That's a great like because workout song. The stakes song. are so high in that scene. Oh, absolutely. And, like, oh my god, I we're gonna have so much fun when we talk about Shrek 2, but we are on Shrek 1. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it's such a good soundtrack. Um, so, so, it's, I think, I feel like it's, I, again, I listen to it all the time, still. <laughs> um, yeah. And, yeah. But I, yeah, so, so, so I'm, I'm going to try to pull us Fair out enough. of a, a Shrek 2 <laughs> yeah. rabbit hole. Um, so I, I kind of want to just kind of jump into some like the absurdities of like the story of this movie. So, Lord Farquaad, like immediately, he he basically just puts a bounty on like all fairy tale and like fantasy creatures in his realm because like oh it needs to be perfect. Like okay, that's kind of I guess racist. I don't I don't know what that would be because uh, like that's yeah, or like an inherent dis- part of this world is that there's fantasy and yeah there's like fantasy and magic literally everywhere. So it's just gonna be like a an only human kind of medieval like setting. Like what's going on here? And it was it was just although it was kind of funny seeing all of yeah, the, still um, the magic mirror like it's like that's magic yeah. well i well i mean i think he was just kind of using that for his own personal yeah but it's like oh so, point. it's not it's not yeah. like it well it's not like he's gonna give like the mirror like voting rights or something like that <laughs> <laughs> it's like you could own it's like it, it, he's basically it's like you're a mirror and you're a tool you're gonna do what i tell you to do you're not gonna walk out of here and do whatever uh but it, it was kind of funny when you're, they're at the the, I guess the the armed caravan and like all the people are like lining up. It's like, all right, what do you have for us? It's like it's a talking wooden puppet. It's like oh, I'm not a puppet, I'm a real boy. And it's like it's Pinocchio. We got and this is when we first introduced uh, Donkey. Tinkerbell is there. Like Wait, all these that different kid, like characters. And then when uh, Donkey starts flying, and there's the kid who was holding Tinkerbell, going, he can fly. And based on how he's dressed, I realize that's supposed to be Peter Pan, which I think. As a kid, I knew, but then I was thinking about this. I'm like, wait, he's he's giving up Tinkerbell? What the hell, Pe- <laughs> the hell, Peter? She's like your friend. Why are you giving her up? You you can fly away. You don't have to stay. I was like, uh, I mean, money money is tight in Neverland. What can Money's I say? Tight. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. That's. Yeah. I, it's like I don't I, know I what don't else know. to tell you. Bunny's tight in Neverland. I, mean, I have no words for that either. I was just like, um, he's yeah, he's sending her away before we get to, so she won't grow up and try to kiss him and hook. Like Julia Roberts did. Yeah, I'm still upset about <laughs> that. That was that was unnecessary. Anyway, it was yeah. really weird. Yeah, um, yeah. It and but it, but yeah. And then when they're all they're all sent to the swamp, <clears throat> I didn't so. When Donkey, when, you know, Shrek hears 
noise. He thinks it's Donkey. And then Donkey's like, no, I'm outside. It's like, did he see all these people just show up? How did Shrek not hear all the commotion? And also, why did Donkey not say anything? They have like a full on like, like base camp in his front yard. He didn't hear any of this. And Donkey's like, oh, hey. Yeah. They're setting up tents out here. It's like, they've clearly been here for a while. And you're now saying something? I don't care how the wolf, the wolf just climbed in the window and then just get in his bed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He just, and he's always wearing like the same like rainy yeah. outfit. <laughs> and then at the, at the end, at the wedding, he's on, he has his arm on a, on a knight. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's so great. Like it, they, they just, they're so, they really, they really thought out like these characters and and the yeah the situation it's, it's just i i it's so great yeah because i i think even like it was either the end of shrek one or at some in one of the sequels like papa bear's like dancing with like one of the princesses like oh hey this is your new stepmom or like there was some kind of joke along That's that weird. i can't remember if that was like That's- no i like i can't no, I can't remember if like that was a joke later on oh. in uh, like the end of Shrek One, but I do remember like Papa Bear's like dancing with like like a princess or like some some lady, and uh, yeah, I I can't remember if that was like a joke carried on. It's been a while since I've yeah. seen the sequels, and I I saw the I rewatched Shrek One for for this, but it was. Yeah. I, I wasn't paying attention to that detail. I I forgot about I mean, that. That's how everybody because <laughs> I forgot about the karaoke thing the, at the, the end. The fairy tale are all invited to the wedding. Like I mean, because because like yeah. yeah, this is their crew and they're gonna be there for the rest of the series. Like it's 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 great. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. Although I I I'm kind of curious to see is like was there like a potential like legal battle with having like Pinocchio in their movie since Pinocchio is a Disney I mean, movie. Or is that a publicly licensed? I mean, uh, Pinocchio character. was a story before Disney, so I don't. Yeah, but I, for the most part, like when Disney like Disneyfies it, it's pretty much like solely associated with Disney, and I don't know if that uh, technically, I, like, they had legal rights to I would Disney th- or uh, to to Pinocchio's name anything, at that point it was or just not. Maybe getting the rights for like Grimm's characters, maybe. Uh, I don't think Disney doesn't yeah. own that version of Pinocchio they do not own I think the Pinocchio like in its entirety I yeah, would not think it'd be yeah issue. no like I, I, I wasn't sure if like Pinocchio was still like a public domain figure or if they had legal rights to the name of Pinocchio since they did a movie version I, I, of him yeah. so yeah that, that was that was pretty, that was pretty I much would, my I would question think of it because I know public the, domain yeah, because I know there's different versions of Pinocchio. There, there's a bunch of like live action. There's like an Italian version, but like ever since, but I think the cartoon one came out after all of those ones. So I wasn't sure if they had legal rights or claims to the name after that. Since that's a good know, point, I never really, I never really Disney. thought about that. But I would think most of yeah. these characters know because they're not anyway the Disney version. They are just like all these yeah. characters: Cinderella, Snow White. Um, Ginger, none of, I mean, Ginger Rainer is not in Disney, but none of these characters are the Disney version. They are just the grim, they're just, they're just the, we all know of these characters prior. They're the DreamWorks version. Um, (laughs) But actually, yeah, speaking of the princess, we kind of talked before about, I I mentioned before about how, you know, Fiona is obviously not, she's not the damsel of stress, 
it's very clear in the beginning. You can argue that she wants to be a little bit like she, like you said, she wants the she, fanfare. She, she she wants to yes. fit the role. Yeah, she wants she wants to fit the role that that she's pretty much fantasized about since she's a little girl, which we learn later in the second one. I gotta agree with her though. So yeah, Shrek. I agree with Shrek. She is making his job harder because he's supposed to just bring her to Farquaad. But I do agree with her. If Farquaad cared, why Farquaad should not have sent someone. Farquaad should have. <laughs> should have gone himself to rescue the woman he wants to marry. I I agree, but I think the reason why Farquaad didn't go is one, he's, you know, he's, he's a coward and he's going to kind of do what, what's the easiest way. He would not have survived. And he would not two, have survived. No, yeah, there's there's absolutely no way he would have survived. He yeah. is three feet tall of and like a max of like 90 pounds. He's not even a but, snack to the dragon. He would actually get stepped on, like, stepped on. Let's say he went, he went <clears> along <throat> and he was the whole point of the tournament was for someone to go with him. And I realized, I feel like it wouldn't like, I was thinking like, okay. what if that's what they did. And I was thinking it wouldn't have changed. I mean, it would have changed because she would have met Farquaad. Farquaad is like, I mean, he's already, he's on the table the whole time because that's who she's supposed to marry. But I feel like she still would have bonded with Shrek. She still would have, I feel like the yeah the, the I, I movie feel, would have still the story would have still played out the same way for the most part. I I I think the only thing that would have changed a bit would have been the um the the climax of the movie because by that point they would have been butting heads the entire movie and she he he would have seen Fiona and Shrek bonding yeah. throughout the entire journey back to to Duloc. So I think the the only thing would have changed yeah. would have been the climax it, of the movie it, of his out and and him like I was like I'm sure he would have like tried to like take a peek at Fiona when she's like as like asleep and like bit like been like a perv about it so he he would have known it's like she's an ogre like it, I feel like that reveal would have been a lot sooner too like on um, the trip maybe I don't know that's a that's a good point but I I don't. I can still, I feel like I can still, if anything, I do agree the butting heads and he would have seen them, their develop, their relationship develop. Um, and it would have maybe, because the thing is, yeah, he only wants her. I feel like it would have only, yeah, the stakes would have been a little bit higher because then there would have been that whole like ogre. You're not messing this up for me. I need her because I, I, I need to be king. I want to be king. She's gonna be yeah, my wife. Yeah, because because he he doesn't love her. He's, he's only using her for for the yeah. sake of getting more um, power. And I love at the wedding when uh they defeat Farquaad and Shrek and Fiona kiss and uh if Felonius he's the like the guy in the like the, the torturer yeah, he yeah. holds up he like quickly like scrawls on a uh bored and holds up aww and the whole audience goes aww and I told my sister I'm like do you want me to do that if you ever get married <laughs> just hold up a sign that says aww <laughs> just put on executioner no I mean hood. I don't want to go that far um, do it commit to the bit oh yeah we didn't talk about one of the other great moments when when he is playing the like bachelorette game to pick who he's oh, three <laughs> number three my like, lord one no two two three and he's holding up two fingers three pick number three my lord <laughs> <laughs> um yeah all, like all the guards is like yeah pick pick this one but two 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 three three one two three yeah but i think yeah felonius i feel like is a very underrated oh, character yeah. even though he, he he has he doesn't really do anything in this movie he's just kind of there but he's just so funny he's the torturer to me. funny <laughs> like i felt like he should have gone 
in, instead of Shrek. That would have made this movie so much more funny. If um, Felonius went? Yeah. Could you imagine if Felonius went? That would have been hilarious. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that's also... Just picture, picture also, that. No, just picture this... <laughs> that for like half a second. See, it's magical. But also, I think, <laughs> let's say Shrek wasn't an ogre and he just simply was just a guy he was just like simply a guy that farquaad sent i feel like he was just a hermit i mean sure or he's just he's just he's a human he just wasn't an ogre like what you know okay imagine that for a second like i feel like the movie still again would have the whole obviously the lesson and like yeah beauty lies within and all that would not have obviously been relevant but it still would have been it would have been a little muted it would have been the whole like you know prince uh she ends up not with the prince, which I mean, I guess Disney is starting to kind of skeer, go in that direction. So maybe that made I, it made. I think you just. I just started a Disney movie. Never mind. I was thinking about that. Like, could yeah, this no. have worked if he wasn't an ogre? I think you just. Sorry, I think you just described the premise of the movie Happily Never After. Oh. Of just a random guy <laughs> goes to get a princess. I remember. It's like, what if he? What if he was just a regular guy who went to go get I, the princess? I remember. Like, um, I think you just described that movie. <laughs> I was going on a trip with my class, and we were in the car, and I remember someone was watching that, and people, um, like it was like a TV, like I think on the seat, and I think my friends were like, "Oh my god, look at the animation in that!" Oh, it it looks horrendous. <laughs> um, but uh. Anyway, yeah, but anyway. Um, but yeah, I, I, I've i seen a little bit of it. It's like, this sounds really familiar. I don't know why. No, like, I was like, because this is a, basically, could this same, could it have worked? My, but then obviously that it wouldn't have worked, I guess, because then Fiona, it, the whole her being an ogre thing wouldn't have really made as much sense. It's like, it just. Yeah, it was just been like, oh, that's kind of cool and random my sister i once i brought this up one time i brought this up i feel like at times where it did it was on topic and yet i get these weird looks when i've said it you were probably there um i remember my sister and i were watching this this was like a couple years back and my sister said that she wouldn't have she like wasn't gonna like it if she wouldn't have liked it if fiona stayed a human and was still with shrek and i'm like i mean okay like whatever but i was just like well think of those kids and i meant like how were they gonna look would they have looked more ogre oh my god and she, i did not say this she said this she went there's also there's no way that his giant dick would have fit in her regular human-sized vagina and i'm like oh my oh my god, god. And she's like haven't you thought about this i'm like no <laughs> i have not thought about it at all <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, that reminds me. You brought up the whole donkey dragon relationship oh, later on. Yeah, I've thought about. You brought she, up you. Yeah, you made okay, that a I, nightmare I for thought me. About, she brought that other thing up, and then I brought that up, and I'm like, I thought about that later. I'm like, that is like because. But also, but also, can we appreciate for a second that the that the dragon that's keeping her prisoner there eventually joins their group, and not only like like I I was like in the scene where they're running when they're escaping uh the castle of the dragon i'm just like isn't it weird the dragon's gonna like be at their wedding and like fiona's baby shower <laughs> like she's gonna be very very in part she's gonna be like in their friend group she, she's the godmother of her children <laughs> pretty much my we were when we were watching the second one my uh my sister maybe someone made the point that so because donkey takes the potion and turns into like the you know 
a oh, yeah. stallion. Yeah, like so, every every romance novel front cover ever. So what is um like what is the dra- what a dragon turn into? I have because thought about love. that. I have no I idea. Of, I never thought about that and I never and then I'm like, "Oh my god, yeah." Like it's, it's not a distance thing. Shrek and Fiona weren't anywhere near each other when he drank the potion, so it she totally turned and also she, we find out later she was pregnant. So was she yeah. still pregnant when she changed? This opens up like as, there's so many we gotta I, I shouldn't have brought it up. <laughs> no, like I I've genuinely thought about that. Like I always assume it's like, did she turn into a horse too? And like did she already like lay the I guess also did she lay eggs? And also did she lay eggs or did she have live birth? Because she's a reptile and he's a mammal. How does that work? I'm I'm assuming eggs, but I don't know why I'm assuming that. I mean, other than dragons lay eggs, right? I, yeah, I traditionally yes. But also, they're donkeys with dragon wings, and they yeah. use fire. <laughs> um, yeah, that is yeah. nightmare fuel. That there's just unchecked hybridization like that. So, like, can anything like that? That brings up a whole lot of questions in this world. Can like pretty much anything just like is everything like compatible in this world? Like, can the gingerbread man like have kids? Can Pinocchio have kids? Like, what? Like, what's the limit? Like, That's... they're sentient. Like, they're sentient talking trees in like the third one. Yeah, it's like, dude, were they born like this? I, I'm, yeah. I have so many questions about like the the. This movie introduces a lot of questions that I never knew I wanted to ask, and yeah. I'm scared for asking them now. Yeah. Um. But. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, good luck getting out of that rabbit hole. <laughs> um, so I'm trying to think if there's anything else that we left out. Uh, I I think we can just kind of I I kind of wanted to jump around and do favorite parts. We we've more oh, or less yeah. kind of covered okay. uh the the main bulk of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, so so out of like this entire movie, the the first one, what was like kind of like your your favorite part of the uh, of the movie? I think my favorite part is the scene where Shrek, it's kind of like that whole sequence when Donkey goes to Shrek and they ride dragon because the score in that is so beautiful. And then um, I think when he rest, when he gets, he goes to Fiona at the wedding to find, just to be, to admit. Just uh, to confront Farquaad and all that. Confront Farquaad and admit that he loves her. And it's just, it's like, it's just, it's also just, it's, it's like sad and heart because that scene, that hallelujah scene is like so sad and it, such it a really is perfect song. And, um, like, cause she is like, you know, she, she doesn't, she still doesn't seem to get like, she needs to marry her true love and Farquaad is not her true love. Like he, you know, so that's why it was like, even if Farquaad had rescued her with like, I don't necessarily think they would have fallen in love, but also if Shrek went with Shrek, like she would have once still picked Shrek. Like, and I, I just kind of, I just, I, I love, they're also just, I love them as a couple. I feel like they are an, a romantic fairy tale couple that don't get like, we, we all love Shrek and Fiona, but they don't get like the respect as one, if that makes sense. Um, I, just, I think that's probably my favorite scene. That and when they're when they're rescuing Fiona, I guess, are my two favorites. What about you? Yeah. Uh, 
it, it's it's a toss up. I either I, I really like the beginning like torture scene with like <laughs> yeah. Felonius and the ginger man. Like I like that and like the the whole like bachelorette like magic mirror bit. Like I that that's such an iconic scene to me. Like I feel like a lot of people can like quote like a lot of uh scenes throughout this movie, but I feel like that one is like probably one of the more quotable of like was like doing the whole like muffin man thing because like pretty much everyone knows that mm-hmm. now. And uh it's like, my lord, we found it. It's like, well, what are you waiting for? Bring it like <laughs> yeah. I can quote that like I, I can quote like pretty much like that entire scene, like almost verbatim. Mm-hmm. Um like that that seems really funny to me. And then I also really like the scene where uh uh Shrek and Donkey like get into like the arena when like oh. <laughs> Farquaad is like talking to his knights, like some of you may die, but that's a sacrifice I'm willing to make. And then he goes into like a wrestling ring and just like <laughs> just hits everyone like knocks everyone the out in like, one of the like, they have a metal folding chair it's just full-on like wrestling in there it's it's i think that scene's really funny to me and just how absurd that this the the movie is and the the comedy that they're gonna go yeah. to yeah because that, that's something that they, that you would you wouldn't see in a, no. in a disney movie but i also like he, yeah he, yeah, like he drinks like uh like a thing of like grog and then like knocks the whole thing open. Yeah, to add to that, I do love that when he punches it because it's timed so perfectly with the music. He's like, actually, end that scene where he says, "Can't we just settle this over a pint?" But with his accent, it sounds more like he's saying paint. And so as a kid, I thought he was like, "What are they all yeah. like paint together?" I didn't know pint. I thought so too. Um, I thought so I do too. Love the, yeah. yeah, like come on, and he like breaks the barrel and like it's timed so perfectly with the music. And yeah, I agree. I love donkey on top of it and rolling it and Farquaad's face like what but then actually at the end of that scene he wins the audience is cheering and then Farquaad like you know you know signs for all of the like guards to like aim like their uh uh crossbows Crossbows I like forgot what it's called the crossbows at him and then he, and then he's like, actually no, I, he says, oh no, I have a better idea. And I'm like, he gave the order for them to, to for them to do that. When at what point was it? I'm 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 trying to think like, was it because the audience was like all like gasping because they like him enough, they don't want him to die, that he's like, oh no, I'll send him on the quest. A, a little bit because we, we don't see that. We don't see that reaction and, from him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it was like it was like a combination of that and like this one ogre was able to be like my best knights like screw it let's just send him on this if he dies then i lose nothing if he wins then i gain the princess it's a, I, I i lose nothing and i gain nothing if he wins but also well i gain a princess to, like yeah and to add to that like when because he he beat them all just you know wrestling and just completely fighting and like, it was completely very yeah, nonchalantly and, and completely unorthodox for how that fight was probably gonna go and then when he rescues fiona and she and she finds out he didn't beat the dragon yet. She's like, "You're supposed to, you're supposed to fight the dragon first, what everybody else did." And he's like, "They're all dead." Like right before they all burst into flames. It's like it's on my to- like. It's like it's on my to do list. But it's like, <laughs> of course, he is the most unorthodox person. How he fights, of course, he would be the one to save her because, and he does say he saves her first, then goes and gets donkey, and then they get out, as opposed to fighting the dragon first, because clearly everybody went the normal route of. Let's fight the dragon first, and that doesn't work. So he did something different, and that's what got her out. So it makes sense why he, out of everybody, was the one to go. And yeah, I agree. That's a fun. There's no bad scene in this movie. Every 
this like there is not I feel like if any there are tiny tiny things like we said like how did nobody how did him or donkey like not hear the commotion of like the encampment starting how did like um, yeah like those tiny things but or like I can't help but be like how is so there's a dragon here how is Fiona getting like food and how is she surviving here is she just living in her magic um, I don't know I also actually I forgot to bring this up I actually noticed I I think it was the last time I watched it um the during the I'm on my way when they're on their way to like getting Fiona and they make a fire one night and then they're like stomping it out the next day. I never notice this. You see Donkey oh, yeah. pee on it to put it out. <laughs> yeah, and, and Shrek burns it. And I butt. never noticed that as a kid. And I noticed that I think like the last time I watched it, I was like, wait, what? I don't it, it's subtle yeah, enough. I, I noticed that like immediately when I it's saw that su- as a I kid. Mean, it's subtle enough. Like I don't I don't know. I think I just saw him lift his leg. I don't know what I just saw. I think I just was watching Shrek maybe, because he stepped on it and then they just he kept going. I don't know. Um, yeah. Um, so I guess it kind of goes into our final question. Uh, Sam, do you think this movie could happen in real life? Um, actually, I kind of want to say yes. I think, uh, I think obviously there are some things that are kind of obviously a little unrealistic, but I think for the most part, I don't necessarily know if they would have fallen in love in like a day or a day and a half. But um, do I think that they like kind of get to know each other and like look? It's a step yeah, in the right sure. direction. I think, I think everything the movie is obviously for the most part pretty logical, and kind of like the argument I just made. I think everything lines up and it makes sense why every why things happen that the way they happen. So I I want to say yes. At least for the most part, yes. I'm, I'm gonna have to agree with you. This is gonna we be agree. Like one of the few times where we agree that this, yeah. I I feel like this is like one of the few times where we actually do agree that this movie is going to happen the way that the it is gonna happen. I don't even remember. I would have to look back on that. I I don't remember. I'm gonna have to look back in like the backlog yeah. or catalog of, of episodes. But it it's been a while since we've. A agreed on uh, together, and two that it was yes, this is can totally happen in real life. Um, yeah, no, this one it's it's a very plausible story. I feel like yeah, it's it's it maybe not as exaggerated in their um, uh, how quickly they fell in love with each other, but yeah, it's a it's a step in the right direction. Um, I feel like that's part of the charm mm-hmm. for this movie and probably one of the reasons why this Shrek is now in the Library of National Library. Congress. Yeah. Like, we got Citizen Kane, we got King Kong, and we got Shrek. That I think fits. this is definitely <laughs> um, like, it's it's definitely one of the best animated movies of all time. I think it's so, it's so good. It's, it's so, like, um, it's up there with whatever the is considered to be the best of, like, Disney. I mean, it's completely different. Completely different. But yeah. I think it's it's really good. It's really high quality. Again, this is a period of time where DreamWorks, particularly, is finding their stride and really. And I mean, again, other studios are starting are following as well. And movie animation is not just dominated by Disney anymore. Uh, other studios yeah. are starting to come into their own and tell stories the way they want to tell them, not the way Disney tells them. 
and like this is just like there's no I feel like there's no bad scene every scene is fun yeah uh, or you know it's sad it's everything's entertaining it's so good yeah, because yeah, I and honestly, like I said this before, because like this after this movie, it kind of opened the floodgates of like three D animated movies. Because like for the most part, like Pixar was like the only one doing stuff like this. And then it's like, okay, let's let's try our hand at it. And then they made like all the Shrek sequels. We had Ice Age, we had Madagascar, we had Kung Fu Panda. Like it, it just so many like great animated three D animated movies came out of this. And as they came out, they just kind of got in terms of like quality of how they look, they just kept getting better because they just kept improving on the foundation yeah. system that they already had. Like Kung Fu, Kung Fu Panda, Panda is, I think is a great movie. Kung Fu I think Panda that's a really great. fun movie. Um, I was never that into Madagascar. I saw it once the first one, like years ago. And I think that was it. Uh, yeah, it, it, it Madagascar. That one kind of, I, I don't know me. it that well. And, and same with like the penguins amount and and penguins amount yeah i don't i don't that. know it that well um i think yeah kung, it's kung, kung fu panda's dreamworks yeah um but yeah kung fu panda's yes. not a great it's like it's it's fun and it's got a great message as well um and yeah that's a very similar it's, message it's the, now that i think whole, about it like what you yeah it's it's it, i guess from fiona's perspective like what you're expecting to be the one is not necessarily going to appear as you would suspect, I guess. Um, but I think in like how yeah. to train your dragon, forget about it. It's so good. Like the third one is almost heartbreaking. Like, I mean, it's beautiful. It's so Oh yeah. Good. It's, it, it's, 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 it's a, it's a I mean, jerker. It's, it's a, yeah. God, it's just DreamWorks again, tells just such, they, they, they tell stories differently and they, they just, they tell stories their way and they do it well. They they managed to to step out of the shadow that that Disney has cast over like the animation market for for children's animation and DreamWorks is now like their own their own uh, studio now and rather than just a copycat do of they, do Disney, they have a copycat which I felt What's, like what is their movie that you think is a rip off of Disney I can't even I don't I, even I, I can't even think of DreamWorks before. I, I, well, no, I'm 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 not really saying that they had like particularly yeah. like, like copycat movies. I'm just saying that like it was just a studio that's like, oh, it's DreamWorks. I'd rather watch Disney. It, it was an inferior studio. I feel like until like all these movies came out, and then they kind of made their own mark on on animation. I do. Th- <clears throat> Sorry. Yeah, that's fine. I do that's think they have. Um, oh, I give. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, I'm looking up like all dreamworks movies um i completely forgot of so b movie the best movie of all time <laughs> it's DreamWorks. oh god uh, i forgot a over the hedge i, you- I hate b movie i'm gonna be honest <laughs> with you i do not like that movie do you remember over the hedge i saw I, I saw i i saw that in theaters um and uh i forgot about it promptly <laughs> apparently i guess they're doing a shrek oh shark tail like a shark tail yeah, see, I will say, I think, I mean, you could say this for any studio. I, I, I do think I have that on DVD. <laughs> I feel like that movie. I I think I saw it once, and I don't remember it that well. Like, I think Shark Tale is a forgettable uh, kind of. Um, but I think they're doing a Shark Five. It, it, oh, it's very, it's it's very forgettable. And yeah, I I I've heard that they've been making Shark Five 
like on and off for the past couple I, of years. And I've either either that one's just a rumor or it's just stuck in development I, hell. I honestly says, don't know what's up with that. Um uh twenty twenty two and it's gonna be like a reboot. Um but it's supposed to come out like next September. Uh I mean, who knows? Honestly. I mean, yeah, like I who knows? Um I mean if you're from the future, tag us in the comments. Let us know how good Trek yeah. Five is. Um Yeah, so I think we've kind of said all we are gonna say about Trek. <laughs> Go watch Trek if you've never seen it for some reason. Yeah, if you if you haven't seen it, first of all, shame on you. Second of all, some buddy you're welcome for that song but yeah you're welcome for that song getting stuck in your head i will get that song stuck in your head with one word psalm <laughs> there we go you're welcome all right on that note uh i'm kevin tracy i'm samantha tomlinson please uh, fo- uh follow us on youtube instagram uh spotify itunes um google Podcasts, stitcher, stitcher uh and you know like subscribe leave a review um or even, you know, make a suggestion on a movie you'd like us to do. Uh, Otherwise, we're just going to keep doing the same goofy stuff that we love doing. <laughs> so, yeah. So keep uh, listening for as we're going to, you know, move forward with our like summer movies. Um, it's going to be fun. Uh, do you want to give the them? You want to give them a hint on our uh, on our next one, Sam? Um, I mean, what's a good hint? <laughs> I'm it's a that's why uh, i asked you uh, i guess you could say it's a resurgence on a movie we did last year it's independence day resurgence wow <laughs> so subtle subtle's a gunshot there sam I, mean, well, I mean it's just the second independence movie i don't know independence day wow just straight up giving it away now <laughs> all right have fun tuning in for that one next time folks um in the meantime i'm kevin tracy and i'm still smith donaldson <laughs> All right. You've been listening to Movie Reel. Bye-bye, folks.